HawkFanatic.com. This segment brought to you by Patrick Eads and everyone at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars. GT Car and his great crew at Suple Siding and Remodeling. Suple's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROWS. Big Dog Satellite, Internet and Solar. Don't call it 800 number. Call Kevin and his crew at Big Dog, a premier dish authorized retailer at 338-6600. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Hit a deer, call Premier. The Ox Yoke Inn in the Amanas. And a brand new sponsor uh, for uh, this segment and the uh, morning show, Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. So welcome. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the to Doc. Yeah. He's going to take one look at your teeth and say, Next. <laughs> say that about mine, too. <laughs> Next teeth. <laughs> I'm a little worried about it. I yeah, when I found out he he signed on with us, I left him a message to uh call me tomorrow. So what are you gonna be paying his bills with your service? <laughs> no, no, it's not a trade. <laughs> no, what I'm what I'm saying though is like uh, oh. I've I've had a lot of expensive dental work and there's more down the road. Oh yeah, I plants aren't cheap. I got some problems. So Yeah, and I have those yeah. two front one on top and remember when I told you the story about yeah. when I passed out and one of them's starting to Ten years later, it's come to roost, and you know I'm not going. What do I say? I don't want to do the. I don't want to do the toothless thing. Although you could get away with it now with the mask. But there's some. Pl- oh, you could. There's some teeth that my age you don't necessarily have to replace. You can go without maybe a back one. Yeah. But if it's in the front and it's you, you yeah, got to do it. This is one yeah. of mine in the front that I'm worried about. What's the problem? It's loose, and then my see. And when it hurts I got, when they're loose. When I got the radiation. Uh, it really did change. Well, and Steve, no, but you're also in your set. Everything, teeth. I mean, it's just yeah. it's a, there's a lot of stuff working. But against it you. made yeah, my gums recede. True. So you're going to get a denture or an implant? I don't know what I'm going to. No, I I think I'll get an implant. I mean, I have two right now in the front. And they've been fine. I don't want to take them out. I don't either. That's uh, yeah. Implants. Would you ever dentists. share with Justin if you had to? <laughs> I could, maybe I could get his bottom teeth. I know my sister-in-law had to get a bunch of had some implants and. Okay, here's one for you. Expensive. Does it hurt? It's just expensive. Probably. No, it's no, it doesn't hurt. I mean, my two on here in the front. Uh huh. Sixty-five hundred dollars. Insurance pays for fifteen hundred a year. So if you get them both, if you get one done at the end of one year and the other, you can get. But that's a lot of. Maneuvering and what have you, but no implants are about yeah. three thousand per They're teeth. Expensive, yeah. yeah. And they want to do this one on my lower because I've had I got hit with a baseball in senior and it just has left lingering effects on my lower left side. And some of those teeth, yeah. Need to, they offered this thing where they put one in and then they bridge it, and it was like seventy six hundred dollars. Well, when I got Thanks. when I got the radiation, it kind of my gums started. Things changed. My fingernails and crap changed. I don't, you know, got harder. Yeah. And my gums kind of receded. And then that last time I had the medication that they put me on that I stopped, mm-hmm. then my hair thinned and my gums receded more. And now this there thing goes, in front of me is... There goes lunch. Nice. <laughs> Jesus. You just described a horror show. <laughs> well, it is to me. I mean... 
You know, they show those movies where a normal human being turns into something monster. That's what we. Yeah, just, that's yeah. what's going on. That's what just happened, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's going. So if they have Captain to, Godzilla, if they have to remove the tooth, so I'll have to get an implant. Captain Toothless. Yeah, I don't want to be Captain Toothless. Um, once they come loose at our age, guys, they're done. Southern I mean, Captain. There's nothing really that they can do. Yeah, I'm, they can't like glue it. I, I don't. I don't think so. It's just amazing, though, and the price of it. I had my implants 10 years ago. They I have got, not, they just have not come down. They're no. Just, yeah, I think I got to get a enough. cap here. And I, no, I got to. Well, the I, caps aren't too bad. I mean, yeah, but I got, I got work to, to be done. A cap for the captain. I got work to be done. but No, when they see me coming in now, they just, they, they had the cash registers, hey, <laughs> this guy's getting old and his teeth are giving in. He goes, we got him. He goes, we'll either get him with dentures or implants or just. No, I don't want dentures. No, I didn't. I don't either. No, I, I How about mean, those hockey players, though? Remember that you'd see a hockey player, it looked like his teeth were perfect, and then he'd all of a sudden uh-huh. take out, and then he'd have like three of the top ones missing. <laughs> oh, God dang. Yeah, I don't. You remember those, though? That was back in oh, the yeah. 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Get a puck in the teeth, and good things don't happen. <laughs> well, after you lose your adult teeth, there's not a third round coming. So. <laughs> no, there's not. Is this what well, the, yes, there are. Well, there what? could be. It, what, implants and dentures? Uh huh. Yeah. I'll get an implant. But you've had it. It doesn't hurt? No, but there is blood flying up when they're drilling the holes <laughs> in your bone. I mean, it's not. And the, um, the late Brad Stiles did mine, God rest his soul. He was one of the first ones here in this town to really grasp that process. And implants aren't that old. They haven't been around forever. And I, Brad made it a lot better because, you know, he's sitting yeah, there. as the screw them into your well, no, they got to drill the hole, then they screw them in. Yeah, it's incredible how, but you know, they're. But then they don't come loose or anything. You well, have, you hope not. You don't I have mean, to keep screwing them. Well, you can unscrew them and then you kind of. No, no, <laughs> I have to brush them a little bit and screw them no, back in. No, the yeah. challenge after that, though, is to hope they don't come loose and to hope there's enough bone maintained to where they, they still have stuff to yeah. grip on. No, it's a. It's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. And see, with me, when I got hit with a baseball in the lower left, it loosened all those teeth. This was 40 years ago. But. I was still young, and they were my. Adult. They all came back, but I had deep pockets ever since then because the gums were were traumatized, mm-hmm. and it was a bad. The ball came it was my last game. Ball came hit hit the mound and boom right on my. Yeah, that's oh, right there. Yeah, and it hurt. Yeah, that's and, loose too. And see, my one that's loose in the front, it's barely loose. It doesn't hurt yet, but it's you can feel. Well, like mine someone, doesn't hurt. It's just loose. You can feel. See, oh, anytime mine have gotten loose, you, they hurt. You mean it moves solidly yeah. or it moves yeah. just a little? But it doesn't hurt at all. That's strange because that means uh, it doesn't ner- hurt. That must mean the nerves are dead around it. What does that mean? Uh, just maybe you'll like be able to put some kind of crap up there to solidify it. Maybe. But there's no way to get it to stop moving anymore. That's all based on gum and. You know, I like strength. going into Walgreens and seeing do-it-yourself tooth caps. I know way too much about teeth. <laughs> Isn't right now. that just, is there such a thing? Yes. Oh yeah, cap your own teeth. I got these. I'll pass. Kids, I know. Isn't that ridiculous? But, it, but it, yes, there is a such thing. It's amazing this is what we're talking It's been almost a week since we've been on the radio. I haven't been on since Wednesday. Do yourself vasectomy. <laughs> yeah. A lot has happened since Wednesday, too. Not good, either. Uh, okay. No. no. Car wreck. Yeah, that Just, wasn't Yeah, good. What the, what's the deal? The deal is that the damage is going to be probably worth more than what is going to be more than what the car's worth. So they'll give me whatever the damage is, and I'll have to go out and buy another car and probably end up spending... 
couple grand of my own money to get what I want. I don't need anything great. I'm not a car person, but it'll be just like what happened when the lady hit me three years ago from behind. So I, you're not going to get a Tesla or anything no. like that? I'll get, I'd get. i like to get another, like a Honda Accord. The one I had was a Honda Accord. It was fine. It was perfect. Yeah. But Hondas it's are great. But it's probably only great. worth six or $7,000 maybe, and I'm guessing this damage is somewhere between eight and nine. Just with, I mean, it just... He demolished my back end. Yeah. No, I bet it is. I, I Where was sure, it? On First Avenue. Yeah. Right past. He was. He, I, he works at Wendy's, so he was coming from Wendy's because I think he had his Wendy's shirt on, and we were driving <laughs> We were driving north on First <laughs> Avenue and just crossed. All, you know, problems, past, all problems lead to Wendy's. Had, all, had just passed uh, Southeast Junior High, mm-hmm. and we're going up between Southeast and Hy-Vee, and traffic started to back up. You know, that's uh-huh. busy. It's a busy it street. Yeah. And then somebody was turning right onto Main Street, I think. So uh-huh. traffic was slowing even more. There was a pedestrian crowd. And, I, you know, because I remember even saying, oh, wow, this traffic is slowing, is slowing down fast. And I got my foot on the brake and came to a complete stop, as did the guy before me who came to a pretty quick complete. And then I just, you know, I'm sitting there and I looked through my rear view and I'm like, oh, my God, it's coming. And, oh, you saw him coming? Oh, I saw him. I was able to brace. That's why I didn't get a whiplash. I saw it coming. I'm like, Jesus, my car's done. I'm going to be up here now. for the, I, All those things flashed through my head. And then, boom, he just crashed into me. And he gets out, sir. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But the kid who I got pushed into and damaged his car, he was pissed. You know, he calmed down, though. He was just because this, I'm, I don't know. What this kid said at first, he said he put his foot on the brake and it didn't work. And then I heard him change. I wonder, and I'm not accusing, but I'm texting. I'm wondering if well, you wonder, don't you? Because the traffic was bad. It did. It it did come to an abrupt stop. But that's what you got to be prepared for on First Avenue. I've come close to we all getting have. in a wreck there. We all have. That but he hit exactly me. the same. I'm place. guessing he was going 20 miles per hour when he hit me. Well, I looked at yours and I go, well, it's not. It's not that bad. And no, Dan, it's Dan goes. Yeah, because you destroyed your car. Well, mine's, 17, 000, mine's, mine was 17000 But what you couldn't see from the photo is the damage it did to my front. Oh, no, I can imagine. I it, mean, it, the front, it didn't. It's totaled. It did, the front, it didn't smash the headlights, didn't damage the license plate. But the part, you know, you got the hood, and then you got the part that comes out of the bumper, that big piece. Mm-hmm. They separated by like two inches. No, I I, and it's, it's I thought it was total. It'll be just total. The good the news is I didn't cause the accident, and his insurance company has already accepted blame and responsibility. Now it's just going to come down to how much I can get out of them based on what my car's worth. But I'm going to have to spend a little bit of money, so I guess I'll be yeah, going yeah. out and buying a, you know, I did this three years ago. Yeah, you it's did. just it's not what I want to be doing right now. You need now. a two seater convertible. No, I don't. I need yeah. a. I'll, I want to get something. I had to wear an Ascot. My Maybe last, a little dump truck. My last two cars were Camry and Honda Accord, and I liked either one. I like the. I may like the Accord a little more. I think I've had three different Camrys, and then I had a Lexus ES three hundred, which I loved. Aren't you special? I was very special. Driving a Lexus. I never cared for loved that it. car. I've just never cared. <laughs> what do you mean? To, I've just, car had a crap radio. Cars to me are a necessary evil. I just yeah. never, I've never really. I did get one sports car in my early 30s up here, Eagle Talon. It was a, you know, it had a big sunroof. It was a really nice car, but it, repairs were expensive and it eventually broke down. And it was just, then I went from the Eagle Talon to a Toyota Camry and I've gone Camry and Accord since. It was just something that I just don't want to deal with. It's the second time in three years that somebody has smashed into me from the back 
at a, when I'm at a complete stop, they've totaled my car. And the lady three years ago, she fell asleep. She admitted to me that she had some disorder where she falls asleep. And I'm, I'm like, Jesus. Narcolepsy. Yeah. I don't, she didn't call it that, though. I mean, so, but I'm just like, Jesus. And She's then, uh, driving and she admits to you that she falls asleep. Yes. God, you wonder how she gets a license. <laughs> well, I bet she doesn't admit to them she falls asleep. Yeah, probably. But then this kid just was not in control of the car. And it, it was, I mean, I... Thank God I saw it coming, though, because that's if I would not have seen it, then I probably would have had whiplash, because I did. I put both my hands on the dashboard, because I had about a second and a half, because it, I mean, it was coming like a shark in my rearview mirror. Just, and, then, then I, and then it hit, and I shut my eyes and kind of grimaced, and I had soup from Panera, because all I had done was on a run to get soup from Panera. Amazingly, the soup flew off my chair, but the lid stayed on. The cop was amazed by that. The cop actually commented on that. She's, she so was, a $10,000 cup of soup from Panera. I guess. And my airbags didn't go on, but the policeman said it was because I was hit from behind. Now, his did. His air, his airbag. But it was just just a pain in the ass is what it is. Yeah, Luckily, it is. nobody was seriously hurt. That's the good news about it. Well, I was super fortunate because I don't, re- and i be honest, I don't know whether it's his fault or my fault. I think he might have sped up. I think they were fighting. Him and uh, what the are we gal talking about the now? Steve, I, I wrecked my car. Just seventeen thousand. I uh, just destroyed it. When but was this? Steve was oh la- two years ago. Two years ago. So did your insurance have to pay or? Uh, the greatest thing happened that day that could have happened to me. Uh, when the cops were called, the guy that was driving ran away, and his girlfriend said she was driving. And I had witnesses saying that the guy. Well, so who is at fault away. for the accident? Is don't all know. I... Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. So, so then both of you had to pay for your own damage. No, insurance so, took care of mine. I don't know what happened to. No, them. his insurance took care of yours or your insurance. My insurance. Well, yeah, no, that's see, I don't have. I don't yeah. want my insurance to pay for anything because that impacts your rates. So no, I mean, his insurance has already admitted they will pay. It's just a matter of how much I can get from them. Well, see, know? nobody was charged with anything. Even though he no, but away. the problem for you is your insurance still had to pay for you to get a new car. Well, but, I mean, I but that's why we have insurance. But I'm sure yes. that ha- I'm sure that impacted yeah. your rates. Uh, I Pro- don't see them. Probably. See, I want my rates to say the oh, same. Oh, my <clears throat> rates. And I didn't probably were them. impacted more by my speeding tickets. Yeah. See, I don't have any. This was a simple. This was a probably. simple thing. I get smashed from behind, then I get pushed into another car. I mean, it's real. And he didn't fight it. There was no way to fight it. It was obvious. It was right there. You could see it from the way we were situated in the street and his airbag went off yes and you know the ambulance came and he was in the ambulance for about 20 minutes or so i think he said his ribs were sore but then he did not leave in the ambulance and i will say he did call me back because there was some concern that he didn't that his insurance was not up to date and i realize insurance is great but there's times where insurance isn't great like i said to my insurance so what happens then if he has no insurance do i me and my insurance would end up having to get me a new, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm sure he would face a ton of punishment, whatever, but it does nothing for the people whose car he totaled. You're helpless in that case, mm-hmm. unless I'm missing something. Nope. I don't I don't so, but then he did call me back to say that the insurance that he had given to the, P, the police per, officer on the location mm-hmm. that had expired. It was his grandfather's insurance, but he called me back later on. Cause I had about a two hour window where I was thinking, Jesus, I not only just got my car totaled, I may have to pay to get a whole new one during a pandemic. All, 
But then he called me to assure me that he had new insurance through a different company and that it was up to date. And it did prove to be he does have insurance. And he, oh, good. So that was the good news out of it and the fact that nobody was hurt. So, And then now, this morning, I find out I can't find my credit card that I've been using. So now I'm going to have to go home and cancel this credit card if I can't find it. Can and you, I hate that. Can you do it on Labor Day? Are they open? Probably. I just want to, I'm going to give it one good look. I've only been to Panera, McDonald's, and Hy-Vee. It's in, and I just can't find it. And it's a card. I just. That's just, I know, because I got every, I just had to go through that because it got somebody, you know, ripped off. This is a Shields card that I just opened up like three months ago. And so I you were at Panera last, though, right? I, uh, no, I think I was at Hy-Vee last. I, I bet it's somewhere in my house or it fell through. A, I just can't find it. I thought it was in my wallet. Uh, I don't, so you I, went to Hy-Vee after your accident then? Oh, yeah, the accident was on. I've been to, I got a rental car. Uh, okay. I've had a rental car since the accident was Thursday. What's I, the rental car? It's a, some Volastar little hatchback thing. That's nasty. I, I would never buy it. <laughs> The, the view from the back is so hindered. I mean, it's just the thing I liked about the Accord is how easy it is to see when you're mm-hmm. going, this thing's just, it's just, I don't, it's got only two doors. I mean, you got to be a munchkin to get into the back seat. Yeah, when I had to get my car fixed the last time, I had a, a Mitsubishi something, and I just hated it. Yeah, so. Just hated the car. And I've got it for five, insurance will pay for $500 worth of use, and it's 25 bucks. so we'll see. I mean, like, my car's at Harv's right now, but I'm sure I'm going to get a call at some point saying, hey, that car's not fixable. So we're going to have to wait and see what we can get from Geico, and then you can use that to buy a new, you know, that's what's going to happen. I, that's, just, that's inevitable. And then Geico will try to, try to get away with his pain as little as they can because that's, you know, insurance. That's how it works. My insurance company has been great. So has mine. It really has. Well, I'm, mine's been okay. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, but I think, but you drive more expensive cars than I do. So if they get damaged, you've got more of a. I mean, I don't know. 2011 Honda Accord. It was in great condition. It's a nice car. I mean, you think it's worth seven, eight grand? I would say. If I could get seven or eight grand, then I could easily go out and buy another car like that at Derry or whatever for eight or nine. Yeah. That's probably what I, that's what I did the last time. So, all right, let's go back. Are we going to talk sports? We or? can talk some sports. I wrote something today about, um, it's funny. I wrote this column. Do you think anyone in the Iowa media wanted football to be shut down? Of course not. And do you think that... That's what you do. I know. And what's funny, though, is there's this narrative out there now where if you fall short of just completely calling the Big Ten corrupt, saying Kevin Warren should be fired, and saying that there's absolutely hardly any risk for these players to be playing football right now because this virus is not a hoax, but it's just been blown way out of proportion by the deep state. If you fall short of saying that narrative, then you are on the other side of this issue. Then you're an enabler. You're the one. Then you're pushing this fear-mongering stuff. And I wrote a column today saying, that's ridiculous. Can't you be in the middle in this thing? Can't you? Because I get asked a lot, do you agree with the Big Ten's decision to cancel football? I don't know. I don't know if it's the right decision. Do any of us know if it's the right decision? Nobody knows Nobody knows anything right now. But that side that says that this is a deep state conspiracy to kill whatever, that side, they've already decided. They've got all the answers. They know everything right now. And the problem is if you're in the media, and there's been times where I've written, yeah, I've written that I've had concerns about playing. I've written that some of the data is disturbing and and I do think that some people do try to dismiss the seriousness of this virus due to political stuff. I do think all yes. that stuff. But I've never written that I 
think the football season should be canceled. I've never said that I agree with the Big Ten or disagree because I don't know. I understand why the Big Ten made its decision. And but it's just there's division in this thing now, and it's becoming like everything else in this country. Where you're either on this side or you're on this side, and each side's going to try to own the other side. Because and I'm just sick of it. Well, but we just don't know yet. No, that's what I wrote. Nobody knows any answer. Even the medical experts don't have the answers right now. They're basing their stuff on theories and what they think based on all their expertise. But the group that I'm telling you about, if you don't say that the Big Ten is corrupt and that, you know, then you're just part of the fear-mongering establishment that's out to destroy the kids' lives. I mean, it's just, and I'm sick of it. Yeah. Well, I, I, is that Twitter? Well, yeah. Where else do you think? I mean, I don't go on Facebook. I mean, I and I don't go on Twitter. I mean, um, yeah, that's Twitter, and that's just social media in general. I mean, it's I don't go on message boards, but I'm sure I've gotten ripped on message boards. I haven't been on the message board long for a leftist fear mongering. I mean, so and the other thing is, if you have any doubts about football right now, if you don't, if you are willing to give the Big Ten the benefit of the doubt and say, well, maybe they did make the right decision, we'll see. Then you're automatically you're a scared libtard, and that's. The, and that's I don't get that. No, and it's just. But that's where we are with this thing. You I mean, know, I this I don't I, even think it's the big. They had lawyers, and the lawyers said. Don't Kevin do Warren it. didn't. Now Kevin Warren's not helping his case though with his son playing in the SEC because it does look hypocritical, and it does look like he's adhering to a standard in the Big Ten that he does that he doesn't necessarily believe in. But in fairness to Kevin Warren, this wasn't his decision. No, he's doing what his bosses are telling him to do. Maybe deep down Kevin Warren thinks his son's fortunate and is going to be okay. And maybe if Kevin Warren had some say in this, maybe he'd come out and say, I think we could have made this work. We don't know. Well, we'll know more in a few weeks. But Well, yeah, we'll know more each week. Each week. Yeah, we've seen a few games be played. Well, the other thing is that side that I'm referring to, they just act like it's done. The story's over. It's a success. We don't know. I hope, And I wrote that to, not, to, to want this season to fail for those three conferences because your conference that would be wrong that would be evil i want them to succeed oh of course because if they don't succeed that means the virus is still winning and if they succeed the big Ten's going to have to deal with the yep. pr disaster that's what i wrote today because there will be a pr disaster on the big 10 for the big 10 to deal with even bigger than it has now if those seasons if they make it through these seasons oh my god yes i'm not convinced they're going to make it through these seasons everyone's like well it's not going to take a football player to get seriously ill to shut down football. No. If all of a sudden nope. they play two weeks of games and then seven teams in a conference have spikes, they will shut down. It, see, the people don't seem – and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but a lot of these decisions aren't being based on people actually getting seriously ill at the time. They're based on the fear and the potential of people getting ill when there's a bunch of cases. The numbers have been pushing this story. Mm-hmm. And it's just – but, I mean, so there's been some some colleges that have not didn't play their games last week. Is that right? I I, I mean that that were planning to play but did not. I don't know exactly how many. Why did I? I, I, I thought I saw where there there weren't a lot. Was it COVID? Uh, did it shut down because of COVID? I think so. Okay, yeah, I was there not was aware. There was one college that shut it down because not because of was that the, like the Tech, theme, Houston Baptist or something? Was it? I a school. Well, I saw where TCU and SMU, I think, did not play. I think SMU, though, it, it wasn't that the team had no, played. No, SMU played. Just, I watched them on TV. They played Texas State. Okay, there's one that did not play because, TCU. because TCU. of the campus. It wasn't because of the Oh, that the, the campus team. was the, exploding? Yeah. Okay, so like COVID related. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, look at high school football. Regina's played two games 
both games had to be rescheduled because the opponents had to pull out because of COVID. And, I'm, and I will be the first to submit, most of those kids probably not going to get seriously ill. That doesn't matter, though. It's still enough to ch- change. Yeah. Uh, well, and, it changed who they play. Okay, yes. And those teams didn't play. But okay. the people against that say, they're like, you know, somebody needs to get seriously ill before we start making these big decisions. And see, I'm right. Well, here's the, what's been going on with the colleges. They have found so far, this was reported on today, that, okay, the colleges had a big spike in everything in COVID, but now they're seeing um, people, their parents' age and their grandparents' starting to come up again so it just shows how it spreads mm-hmm. in a community because the you know uh, 20 to 40 were down 40 on up we're down now they're coming going up, up a little bit yeah so yeah but no i've never once written that football should not be played because of the virus i've never read i've never said the big tense right I, I don't know i don't have the answers I mean, my my hats off to the, the conferences that are trying. Yes, I mean, but I, I don't know that. Good the, luck. The, yeah, but I don't know. You know, we don't know about the long term effects of this thing yet either, which is where a lot of the concerns are. The yes. medical concerns are. The Big Ten could be praised for being more preventive, but we or, won't have a lot of the, the answers that you're talking. This stuff doesn't come down five, ten years down the road. That's right. Yeah. So I mean. But we'll see. I'm still not convinced they're going to be able to make it through based on what's going on on campuses. I think the numbers are going to influence a lot of these games. Yep. And I know people are like, well, nobody's getting seriously. Well, I mean, it's beyond that. I mean, it's the preventive. It's the concern over what could possibly happen. And some people are getting ill from this thing. This this narrative that nobody gets sick from a virus that's killed almost 100 and, what is it, 190? 180-some. I mean, it I get tired be, of hearing uh, that, too. Probably right now 190,000. And I do, I do understand that a lot of those deaths were people that had other physical issues, but the virus is what pushed them over the edge and killed that, them. That's right. Because of their physical issues like diabetes and obesity and whatever. You know, that's all I'm saying. I don't have a side on this thing. I'm devastated that football's not being played. It's a killer financially. I, don't, I lost my credit card. My car just got told. Totaled. You know, I mean, think about it. I went football. And your dog had already died. My dog had died, and I got Nebraska fans making fun of my dead dog on Twitter. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. And then I had another Nebraska fan come out and defend my dead dog on Twitter. I had another. I had a really well, why nice. Would they, why would they? Said buddy was ugly. <laughs> and I just, Damn. I and what the hell? And but then he, I was found out that he's a Nebraska fan that's got like four accounts. That's the other thing. These burner accounts where people don't post under their real names, and they just. They think they're so important, you know, pushing these narratives under aliases. I'm just so sick of it. Yeah. That's why I just block them. You know, and it's just, it's just not worth the time. But oh, no, I, I just wrote. Just tossing people off of our Facebook page. Good. But, so ridiculous. That, but this narrative that the media wanted football to be, even I'll defend the national media. Just because people in the national media wrote concerns about playing, and that doesn't mean they want football. Why would they want football to be shut down? No one that had shut down football has given one damn what the media wrote. No, you know, no. I mean, no. that's that's the whole fallacy right there. You know, whether it's the NFL, whether they're going in the bubble on the NBA, none of them Well, since I posted this thing this what morning, the media wrote. Since I posted this thing, I've had three or four, oh, you guys are just part of the fear-mongering. You, you fed that narrative, and they're convinced that the media fed the fear-monger narrative, scared everybody into not... And then uh, it's just, I don't well, get it. Well, we've had the thing about the, and I'm not going to go through the thing about the military, but we had it. 
And, you know, when, when you get something confirmed, it's the Associated Press and uh, New York Times, Washington Post. Fox, what are we talking about now? And Fox, even Fox. Fox News. What are we on the now? The military thing. The thing that Trump did yeah. over the weekend. That he disparaged oh, okay, the military. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you get even Fox News, and now today CNN has confirmed it. When, well, you, when you have all those things and then people say, well, the Democrats pay for the Well, and the problem, though, Captain, is the other side just doesn't, won't believe it. It's just more fake news. It's just more people I know it. part of the conspiracy. Yeah. And then they'll find eight or nine sources that say they didn't hear anything and that it wasn't true. I mean, it's just, it's it's just, just so nauseating right it's now. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I agree. You know, and he comes out and tweets that thing about the You notice he hasn't said anything about the Pac-12. Is no, he even no, aware he, that the did go, Yeah, but he did go uh, with the uh, Big Ten. So that's the one. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's he. Because um, um, it's uh, political. He's trying. He knows that there's five swing states in the Big Ten. It's at the one yard line, Pat. But <laughs> what he doesn't understand, it's the wrong one yard yeah, line. Yeah. It's 99 <laughs> yards to go instead of one. But I mean, you know, I mean, if if I truly thought that he was doing that in good faith because he wants to see football and he wants to be great you know i'd be like hey you can't knock that no but do you think that's why he's doing this of course not he doesn't care about football he just wants to influence the swing states which is fine but and now i'm sure we'll be oh man i was listening to your show today and then you went politics and (laughs) you know (laughs) well we've talked about implants yeah Teeth, dental implants. How do you not talk about <laughs> Jesus? Auto accidents. COVID, Charlie. I, sw- I swallowed football. The COVID. The wrong way. Then you got him over here gagging. His hair's coming out. His teeth. <laughs> yeah, my teeth. Teeth rock and rolling. What did you say about your fingernails? <laughs> they're, they're real hard. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> they got yeah. really hard. It's like you're the guy from Tales. They're the, the only thing on my body. <laughs> It's Tales from the Crypt. You know the host? Remember the host uh-huh. from that? <laughs> I'll give you Tales from the Crypt. Keeper? All right, so you got offended when I said you remind me of the old guy from Up, but you'll take <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. What is it about the guy from Tales from the Crypt that you... Uh, had a good personality. What about the guy from Up? You know who the guy from Up remind me of? Admiral Stockdale. <laughs> I can see that. Remember that? Yeah. Remember his speech? Why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> That was a good Pink Floyd album. <laughs> oh, and today is Buddy Holly's birthday. Should we at least? He would have been 84. <sighs> Isn't that wow. just ridiculous? Yes, 84. I mean, seriously? Well, it's too bad we were deprived of what his music would have become because he was really good. Well, and I've told you, I've always thought that how he would have evolved in the 60s with the electronic emergence, to me, is one of the greatest mysteries in music. No, well, no, yeah. What we'll he would have, where, where would he have been in? I think he would have... 1970, Last, where would Buddy Holly have been? I in think 19- he would have transcended. He would have been at the forefront of, of what, though? Blues, jazz, what would he have been? It's a, basically uh, rock and pop, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, I mean, I, I don't think know, eventually, but. if he was alive, well, maybe not today, because he'd be 84, but maybe he would have uh, switched sometime to just country. How about Richie Valens? Uh, he would have been. He was 17 he when was he died. Terrific, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was terrific and everything, but I don't think he would have made it past the Beatles. Well, no, I'm I not. I don't know. I'm not saying, good. You think Buddy Holly would, probably would have gone? He would have gone Tijano. Okay, had Buddy know, Holly probably, been, yeah. had Buddy Holly stayed alive, would that have impacted how popular the Beatles were? Would that have impacted the British invasion? Um, 
No, because, I mean, they did some of those songs. The Beatles did some of those songs. No, I think they would fit together. But do you think the British invasion would have been as impactful as it was if Buddy Holly was already here doing a lot of what they brought in? No, I think it would have been impactful, but I think he would have transcended. Buddy Holly would be somebody I would think that would have transcended and would have lasted, whereas, uh, yeah, like Richie Valens would have had to uh, go to to Hano. Probably so. Big Bopper, no. Big Bopper, no. Well, Big Bopper... (laughs) That was, he would not have transitioned well to the no, but he, British invasion. but he never tried. He really never tried to. No. He was a disc jockey. Yeah, and a really good disc. Did jockey. he sing Chantilly Lee? Yeah, he did. Pretty face. Pretty face. Yeah, very sad. I... Hanging down, giggling, talking, wiggling. Yeah, he was a walk. Texas disc jockey. Yep. Me to world You've been to the. You've been to the crash site. Yeah, I have yeah. many times. I used to ride my because you know we'd stay up there in cabins over the summer. I'd ride my bike up. And well, my family knew the guy that found the the plane. His name was Carol. Oh, you were living Carol in Mason, Anderson. Were you living in Mason? Was your family living in Mason City at the time? No. Weren't Jan listened to the broadcast? Of, she lived in Bridge as a kid. She listened to the broadcast on KRIB. Uh huh. Of you know that night, so. Very sad story. But yeah. no, today is... And he day. had just been at the Quad Cities. They just did a show mm-hmm. in the Quad Cities like a night or two before. Today is his, would have been his 84th, 84th birthday. 84th birthday. Yeah. God, that's amazing to think. Yeah. That's amazing to think what I am. <laughs> You're not 84 yet. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know. God, look at your fingernails. By the, when you're 84, what will be going on? <laughs> Just let them grow. Don't <laughs> like cut Howard them. Hughes? Yeah, just let Howard them grow. Howard Hughes, yes. Just, yeah. just, just, just do let, Howard Hughes. Let them grow. Let your hair grow out. So, yeah, is that what happened Don't to him? Don't bathe. <laughs> Did he just lock himself into a hotel and yeah, shut the he, drapes? Yeah, he was nuts. Yeah, he had all that money to spend, and instead he decided to just be nuts. Yeah. He had a whole floor. I don't know that he made a conscious decision to be nuts. Sometimes you just go nuts. No, no, you're right. I'm not. Yeah. But yeah, I remember reading about that story, and he like he didn't bathe or anything, right? And yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. He lost a few uh, key components, <laughs> I would say. And he made his money in Everybody. aviation, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, didn't the Aviator? Isn't that about him? Yeah. Yes. That's a good movie. I've seen. Yeah, it's a. And he was a movie mogul. Yeah. Yeah, so as a side all line, of his yeah. uh, co-stars, though ca- characters, rather had to have long fingernails. So. so, what do we got sports-wise on today? Is there any college football on today? I haven't haven't checked. I didn't watch any. Maybe I was we can. Maybe I can watch. About it. Maybe I can watch the Cubs lose four games in a row to the Cardinals. Jesus, I mean, it's, I mean, I just when I start to get excited, I look and they're up. They're seven games above five hundred. They beat the Cardinals in the first game, and now they've lost three in a row. I mean. They, they just sometimes are so frustrating. Hello. Tonight you get BYU at Navy on ESPN. Well, that's oh, a, a oh, good, a legitimate game. Yeah, that, no, thank you. I'll watch that. And I might watch that. It'll be kind of cool, Navy on, you know, I mean, just. We, I can pull for Navy I'll be happily. Pulling. I will be pulling for Navy. What about when you watch the Cubs, do you think they're sticking in too many commercials? I mean, they. they they don't even have them walk up to the plate sometimes. God, you know, I have, I'll have to look closer. I don't know. I, I, I just thought, God dang. I mean, they'll have these, ten, you know, as they walk up to the plate, they'll stick in like a 10-second commercial. Well, and the other really night, disruptive. Well, last night, I, it, was it ESPN? I mean, they were, no, whatever network. 
had the Cub Cardinal game on yesterday, they were talking to the Cardinal shortstop during the game when he was out on the field. They had him mic'd up. Wow. I mean, I think that's neat. I just, I'm amazed that some players allow themselves and that the team will allow them to possibly be distracted. But it was the DeYoung, the DeYoung, the shortstop, who's really good. And he's from Antioch, Illinois, which is near, near Wrigley Field. So they had him mic'd up during the game. So they're doing what they can. Mm-hmm. To make it work, to make it interesting, make the it NBA is doing, and I am all for it. I am all for it. I mean, if I th- and I still think this NBA has given us an example of how maybe college can make this bubble work. Yeah, oh, it, I definitely. I, the I template I, is there. Yeah, the template's there. Now it's different, though. It's much it different is. circumstances because you got to fit in full-time college students and all that. But I think they can make this work. I'm wondering if they need to maybe do two different bubbles. One bubble where you play. Maybe, Thanksgiving to the end of the year. Yeah, and play six to eight non-conference games, and then you play maybe fifteen conference games in a later, in a later bubble, maybe in late December, January, whatever. Give them a maybe give them a little break in between, but then play two different bubbles and try to get twenty to twenty-five games. If the if if Iowa could play twenty-five games this year, that oh my God, would, would be, be a major success. I'd oh, even yeah. I'd even be willing to say twenty games is a success. So if they can get that in, and but I do think it's going to have to be in some type of bubble I do format. Too. And I think could they? You think they could do bubble on campus, or do you think they'd have to play at neutral sites? I think neutral sites. That's what I'm thinking. I prefer to be on campus, but I don't. I think there's well, sure too, we all I just would, think that's but... too much planning, just too much moving parts and whatever. I think if you get these kids into a bubble for two or three weeks. and Yeah, the, the fewer moving parts you have, the better chance of success. The hard have, thing is going to be playing non-conference, though, if you're in a bubble. Because if you, you can easily bubble conference teams together, but how do you bubble teams from different conferences? Unless you maybe do a two- or three-game tournament, whatever. But I don't know. I do think, though, the bubble, the NBA shown it can work. I mean, they, yep. they've had maybe, what, maybe one positive test since they've been down there? I, I think I read about one. Maybe a few more than that, but Not the number many. is extremely. And baseball low. seems to have leveled off a little bit uh-huh. now. We seem to be, in, they seem to have caught a rhythm, and maybe they've kind of figured out how to do this thing. So I, you know, and if it is successful, great. I want to get back as quickly as possible, but I also want to get back as safely as possible. And just because you acknowledge the risk doesn't mean you're trying to shut down sports as part of a fear mongering so deep state. Stupid. Well, it's so stupid because again. No one is listening to the media when they're shutting down the damn sports. You know, they're not, oh, well, CNN said this, so we better. Chris Berman said that uh, yeah, he was against it, so, yeah, we're, we're going down. No, and it worked, yeah, I just don't, I mean, they're giving the media away. I think it's funny, they, they, so, we, we so often get ripped for being yeah. just idiots and nobody needs us, yeah. but then we get blamed for having way more power and influence when it doesn't fit their narrative. I mean, it's just... I know, it's frustrating. Yeah, one guy wants to fight with me because I called him a goddamn idiot. He wants to, like, have a fist fight with you? Do you think he is a goddamn idiot? Yes. Did you yeah. tell him your physical condition? No, I said, yeah, I have loose tooth. Loose tooth, na- gangly yeah, fingernail? Yeah, lib-tud, <laughs> dental MF or lib-tud. <laughs> so the new, our new sponsor, though, is where you go for your dental stuff, Captain? As I'm talking to him tomorrow. That's good, though. That's I, good. I haven't, yeah. I haven't consulted with him. I don't know that he'll know. I don't know that he'll want to take me after this. Uh, no, after this why wouldn't he? You are just cash on hand. I mean, they He's could so probably good. going, this is a lost cause. <laughs> I don't want him representing me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental at Cedar Rapids. Yeah. But there is no lost cause because you could still be a lost cause, but you could be an expensive lost cause. You know, there's ways to still try to maintain and sustain, and those ways are expensive. Yes, they are. But, I mean, 20 years ago, dental implants weren't around, were they? I, I don't full, know. I don't well, think so. Were colonoscopies around 50 years ago? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they've been around that long, have they? And it's modern. It's modern. My, my guess is is no, they weren't well, around because no, the technology have, wasn't. Yeah, they didn't have the. Well, they had cameras. They just didn't. Well, have yeah, yeah, the cameras were too big. They were on dollies. They couldn't figure out how to put them up your <laughs> they, butt. That was. They were Mark Dumont. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take a break? Yes, I think with that. It's, God, it's already nine forty. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, hey, just before we go, um, we're um, close to getting a time set with Margaret McCaffrey. She's been on vacation out of town. But I've also reached out. You're going to find this f- f- interesting. Did you hear about the, you know, there's this petition, all the non-revenue, the four sports that got cut, they got this petition, what in the Board of Regents. And it was a lot of it was triggered by a letter that was written by a former Iowa swimmer named Vicki Nauman. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-mm. She was a swimmer. Well, I went to junior high with her. Oh. She was actually my very first crush I ever had. We went to junior high for two Did years. Did you get ago. a little taste? I reached out to her. I, did not, I mean, Jesus, I was 12. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> um, but I reached out to her because she's been quoted. I mean, a lot of the story, a lot of the, like the Register and the Gazette, they wrote about this on Thursday. And see, I was dealing with my car wreck and then I was sick on Friday. But I reached out to her on Twitter and said, hey, you remember me from Meredith Junior High? And she reached back out and said, yeah, well, it's good to reconnect. So I think we're going to have her on Friday at some point. Oh, that'd be interesting. The other thing is you got to look up her Twitter, Captain. Um, I'll give you the, I'll give you, she's really big in the music sector. It says she's world-renowned, in the, and I don't know what it is she does. I, I'll have to look, but it says that she makes her living in, like, music. Wow. Oh, and she cool. lives in Los Angeles, but she was a really great swimmer in high school and a very accomplished swimmer here in Iowa. And she was the one who's kind of triggered this, I don't know what do you want to call it. This uh, it's groundswell, it, groundswell of support, and just saying, "Hey, we need more evidence. We need to discuss this. This deserves more discussion." And I just I'm like, Vic, when I read that, I think I can't remember if it was the Gazette or Hawk Central. I was reading the story. I'm like, Vicky Nauman. I'm like, I went to junior high with her. And it, do you it, think this could you know lead to something? Yeah. This reconnection. You mean the return of sports or the return of love in my life? The return no, I of love in your I life. I haven't really given that any consideration. I mean, I, I mean, you could say, you know, I know we were young, but yeah. I felt we had something. Yeah. And and oh well, no, she was of seventh grade, Meredith Junior High. She was the first. And girl now, I had forty years later, I think it's time. Time to, to rekindle. Yeah. Time to rekindle. Before, and hey, um, before my teeth get loose, and, and could I, start I poss- growing fingernails? And could I possibly move out to L.A. and share in your success? Because <laughs> <Yeah. I, laughs> I guarantee you're not going to want to come to Iowa City and share. In mind, <laughs> so maybe Friday that'll be good. Friday, no, she's already agreed to Friday. We oh, just got to lock down a time. Oh, so, super. and so it will be a, plus. I want to learn more about her music stuff because you guys may have some. I'm not sure what she does in the music industry, and I haven't been able to tell, but maybe Captain can tell when I give him her show her account on Twitter because it says I, I googled her too, and it's referred to her as a world renowned. How do you spell her last name? N A U M A N. Okay. World renowned in the mu- music sector, whatever that means. N A U M A N. V I C K I E. 
and she lives out in Los Angeles. And when I saw, and it, you know, like I said, we were good friends for two. And then we lost connection because I went, I transferred from the public school system and went to Dowling my freshman year. And then she went to Hoover, which was the public school. And that, and then we just kind of lost contact. But I just thought that was neat to reach out to her. And she is though; she's very, she's very adamant about this. She's Vicky she's, Newman. Nauman. N a u m a n. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll 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 re, we'll creep out and research her during the break, and then we'll uh, have check it out. But we'll have hopefully have so this is maybe can be like Ladies Week if we get Margaret on Wednesday. Will that be our theme? Uh, could be. What do you think of that? Now I haven't nailed down a time with Margaret yet. I'm still because she, she was. She handles licensing. What does that mean? That means she charges us every time. We oh, so up. you may actually get into it with her. Yeah. You miserable. Who does she work with? Which uh, it just says uh, music licensing. Yeah. So is she part music of the deep net, state in your industry, Kathy? Music Net, Real Networks. Um, Think she makes good money? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 She says uh, to uh, the radio industry, "I will crush you." <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Weather brought to you by. She was the first girl. The, uh, the, the <laughs> Burger Hall on the pet ball. Here is your KCJJ forecast, and I highly recommend that you get out and enjoy Labor Day because it is going to get cool tomorrow. Today, partly cloudy, 75 this afternoon. The wind northeast at about 5 to 15. Cloudy with rain tonight. Could be up to an inch in spots. Our low down to 53. Tomorrow, cloudy, breezy showers. Maybe a thunderstorm or two. Our high tomorrow, 58. Same for Wednesday showers with a high of only 58. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630. KCJJ. Temperature now 66. 1630 KCJJ is powered by UI Quick Care at the Iowa City Marketplace. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy, just remember one number, 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember... Hi, this is Bill Eichsring of the Oxyoke Inn. Our doors are open again. Although the way we serve you is different, we're still here and ready to welcome you. We've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe. What hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family. Our Oxyoke family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food, attention to detail, and customer service you've come to trust for the past 80 years. Those values are now more important than ever. Now serving family style breakfast Saturday and Sunday with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit Oxyokin.com, Instagram, or our Facebook page for menu and weekly specials. From our Oxyoke family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyoke Inn in the heart of Amana. The Oxyoke 
Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Hertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. As for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate, one of us is always there. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at suples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer. See Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together. Hey, everybody. It's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert. And I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blairs Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at BigDogSatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite tv experts from the hurting and stalker studios in the heart of the hawkeye nation this is the mighty 1630 kcjj iowa city hurting and stalker jewelers making memories making moments mighty 1630 kcjj live and local 365 we are here for you every day every single day every day no matter how the employees bitch about it. We're, <laughs> they're going to be here every day. 
Hogfanatic.com. Yep. I said I haven't been on the message boards much, and I haven't been. Maybe five minutes. Did you just go on them now? The last two weeks? No. But there, somebody posted on Kakert's board, you know, what are your favorite podcasts? And we, we had a few that liked on, us the on best. On Kakert's board? I, I, yeah. I find that surprising. We had a, a few that liked us. We were not mentioned in a number of them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're not. I mean, but there was no n- nobody ripped us. See that kind of surprise until me. now, <laughs> until you just brought it up. <laughs> that kind of surprises me that we would get any. We got, but there were a few people that listened to us and like us. Yeah, because I'm not real popular on that board, and I mean, oh, I'm not either. <laughs> so, so, but um, and I don't think. We're not a podcast to a lot. I mean, we're not, no. I mean, we're I mean, a, we, we are we're a live we're radio show that gets converted to a podcast, and we still, like I said, I've looked at our numbers from Anchor, mm-hmm. and I mean, like the the Kirk Ferentz, the Greg May, we've had a ton of these things get almost two thousand listens, plays on Anchor. Yes, and that's and after that, that being so. Like I'm, I'm I'm happy with that. Oh and yeah, and we're getting a thousand uh, on some of those that we've recorded on on YouTube. How many? Uh, from the uh, Southern Justin uh, Mazio's Pizza Buffet. Didn't that buffet. get over 500? Oh, close so, to 1,000. Well, no, so far it's uh, about uh, 1,500. Is it really? Yes. I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> you know, honest to God, we've got, you know, we've got interviews on, on that thing. And yet you like, can't sell any advertising for his menu stuff. What gives? Yeah, what I have not it? ever tried, actually never tried to do it. Well, well why? To be honest it's, it's with you. such a force. Well, maybe we should. I think yeah. you guys should review that. Maybe study. No, I'm you just... want to sponsor Southern Justin's appearances on the Double J? Both the menu and then maybe the song of the week, Call Me. See, well, I, would have thought, <laughs> I would have thought on Caker's board, though, that we would have gotten ripped. That's on loud. Did, didn't see... Well, is it, this is a I good... didn't see any... Because I've been ripped on there for years, you know that. Yeah, but I don't. I haven't gone on. Oh, that. but there's a lot of deep staters on there. What do you mean? You know that rip, that rip us for libtards. Oh, on his board. Yeah. See, like I said, I don't think. And it's no knock. I, Tom's got a. It's no knock on Tom. I just haven't been on his board for probably ten years. I just don't. It's just no interest. Yeah. Yeah. I. As I say, maybe five minutes in the last two weeks. It's just not something that I'm very interested in right now because there's nothing... But yeah, we're the only podcast I know of that starts as a radio show. Unless, I guess the Hawk Central thing that they do, I think they convert that into a... They do that do thing they? once a week, but does anyone else do the setup that we have? I really don't know. I don't believe they I, do. I, I have never listened to a podcast. And I'm so. sure our podcast numbers are impacted by the fact that we start as a live broadcast because don't you think we probably lose some people that aren't going to listen to the podcast? Oh, yeah, already, already, already heard, heard. Which is fine, sure. yeah. So, but no, I'm still the, because, you know, we're trying to sell advertising for the podcast part of this show, too. And if you can show consistently over a thousand plays mm-hmm. for, a, for a single podcast, you do three a week, and that's, that's, you know, pretty, pretty that's good. not bad. That's not bad. So, no, we've been pretty, we've been pretty happy. I mean, Tyler's uh, the divine line. Tyler's gotten, he's gotten great numbers, too, to begin with. But he's had really good guests, too. I mean, he's done seven yeah, of them. And he does well with them. He does, yeah. And he's done seven of them so far, and his are, he's getting, on average, between 500 and 1,000 plays That's good. right now. So, so yeah, podcaster away of the future. I'm just not a – I just don't listen to them. I don't, hell, I don't well, even I don't listen know to us. That, that 
I think they are. I don't know that the, there's the future. future. I think they're, they're in here the, now. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, they're now. Yeah, they are yeah. The now. That's fine. Yes, yeah. No, you're right. The future is now. And when I say I don't have any interest, it's no knock on other. I've had a couple of people reach that. Hey, that's pretty rude when you say you don't listen to other podcasts. It's nothing personal. No. It's not that I don't think those other podcasts are giving out good information. for. They're I just have great. no interest because it's what I do, and I'm just not interested in listening to well, other Well, when podcasts. you do, I don't listen to other, and I really don't. I don't listen to other radio stations. But that's not meaning that I demean what they're doing or dismiss what they're doing or whatever. I know a lot of these other podcasts have lots of listeners. But I'm if just you not, listen to them, you will. It, it, like, I don't listen to other radio stations because I don't want to react. I don't want to. This station is what it is. And, you know, as long as it's doing well, I don't want to react around me to, mm-hmm. uh, to what others. And it's, I would imagine it would be the same thing, you know, and you just subconsciously will react if you're listening to everybody else. I would think it's, it would be inevitable. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. And part of it is just not interested. And yeah. that's not meant as disrespect or anything. No. Just, just, <laughs> just, I mean, there, there's that element. And um, now I do keep up with what my coworkers do as far as news and what you have to. You have to pay attention to what, what's going on. I'm just not a – if I got out of this line of work, I would never listen to a podcast of any – now I'm not – that's just me. Maybe I'm the freak. Maybe I'm just not – Maybe you are. I've never played a video game. I mean, no, wait, there's that at, at the bar, at the bar. I played Pac-Man. We had Pac-Man. Yeah. I played Pac-Man, and there was one other thing where you'd go down and it'd go up. Frogger? Strategic. No, what was it called? Though, I mean, like, I did remember. Galaga. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but I do remember playing Pac-Man, like, waiting to go bartending. Donkey Kong. No, I never did that. But I, you know, like. Mario the, Brothers? No. But, you know, like, the Madden stuff? Yeah. I've never seen that. I've never, I've never. I've never done any. It's pretty cool. I, I've never played it. You'd but be I've... amazed at the things that I'm not interested in. That's and, <laughs> I, and I'm not saying that as a compliment either. I'm I'm not interested in a lot of I guess really entertaining and bad things that could really enhance your life, and I have no interest. You know, why do you find that funny? I, I don't know, but I do. <laughs> no, there's just a lot of things that I've never been interested in, and like I said, well, I mean, I don't listen to. Podcast. Oh, hey, we watched. Uh, I, well, I, we broadcast Michael Mara. That starts as a podcast. Computers have never interested me. The only reason I've learned about it is I have to. I mean, yeah. I, but I've never had any interest in computers. We watched that movie you recommended last night. What did Steve. you think? What was it called? The Frozen. Frozen Ground. I thought it was uh, good. Yeah. What was it about? It was. It wasn't great. No, no, it wasn't great. But for two, you know, almost two hours, it, it was. was it was a worthwhile endeavor. It was one of Nicolas Cage's better oh. efforts on Netflix. God. Yeah. Well, John Cusack's always good. Yeah. No, it's about, and it's a true story. It's about these murders that were happening, uh, the serial killer, yeah, uh, in Alaska. In Alaska. Uh, and it's a true story. You can watch those, but you can't watch Vietnam movies. No. Okay. I can. I can. And have. Yeah, my three of my top ten favorite movies are Vietnam movies. Can you guess which three? Platoon. Right. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. No. That that wasn't Vietnam. That wasn't was World War wasn't it? <laughs> I can't remember. No. I haven't rewatched. Let's see. Uh, Platoon. Um, There's just two obvious ones out there. I know. And I will say Full Metal Jacket is not one of them. That was gonna Full be... Metal Jacket fell apart the moment they left the the drill sergeant, wouldn't you say? When they went to Vietnam, I thought that movie just unraveled. It became boring. Uh, Deer Hunter? You got it. 
two. One more. This is the end. My only oh, friend, uh, the end. Smell of napalm in the morning. Hunter just Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Love that movie. No, you I th- can't watch that. You've never seen Apocalypse Now, Captain? No. I mean, it was... I mean, I read something where... Um, what's his name? Brando came in so fat and out of shape, they had to have the scenes in more dark than they had planned. And when his part, it is just all dark. You can barely see him other than his big, fat, sweaty head. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I read about him. I mean... <laughs> Played Colonel William Cry. Have you have you seen Apocalypse Now? Oh yeah. What do you what do you think of it? It's long. It's been so long. I can't. I, I mean, I watched it. I, so it, did you see it when it came out? Because I think so. Because you had that stretch there where Apocalypse Now and The Deer Hunter. Um, they both came out late seventies, and I I loved them both. Now, what was the one with um, Bruce Dern? Coming home. I thought that was good. But, Coming home was terrific. But a different type of. I mean, but it was. It, it, that was a good movie. And Jane Fonda. She was good. At she, it. Yeah, that was real good. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Hello, Martin Sheen had a heart attack in that movie at the time too. Yes, he did. Yep, you're right about that. Yes, he did, and it took yeah. like three years to film the thing. No, you're right. Yeah, well, it took forever. So yep. and, and that helicopter scene where they're flying, and only they only use like two or. or I don't know, maybe a half a dozen helicopters or so, but it made it look like there was like a ton of them. That so. did. Yep, that, no, that's, yeah. that was Francis Ford Coppola at his best. I mean, it was good stuff. Yeah, yep. Thanks, Thanks man. We'll see you. Appreciate it. Francis Ford Coppola makes pretty good wine these days. He, Didn't owns, he also, yeah. has a winery. Did he do The Godfather? Or was that somebody else? He did The Godfather? Mm-hmm. No, you've... That you like that? Oh movie. yeah, oh, yeah. that's oh, one. Yeah. That that's was... one of those movies when it's on. Yeah, the just... sequel was maybe almost maybe better. almost yeah. better, which is stunning when you think about it. The third one, eh, eh. no, I mean that uh-uh. was bad. I mean, you had Al Pacino trying to look eighty, and it just <laughs> it just didn't work. But the second one, I thought Robert De Niro in the second one was great. Yeah, yeah. But the first one is just one of those movies where you just you, you, it's on. And the next thing you know, you've just spent an hour watching what you already know is going to happen, but it just, you can't. Did you like Scarface? No, not really. Oh, uh, yeah, it was all when right. When I saw it yeah. for the first time, I'm like, wow, this is action packed, but no. It was I, okay. Cockroach. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. It just, it. It wasn't, I didn't think it was great, but it was good. It's not one of these movies like The Fugitive or something that I, I will watch repeatedly, put it it's that way. It's kind of. Well, it's kind of so over the top. Yes. I mean, how I many mean, bullets you know. did he take at the end? Oh, it was almost like they were saying, hey, if you abuse cocaine, you can withstand 50 bullets. <laughs> you know, I didn't understand the ending. It was just too much. He needed to die. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's... And I thought Al Pacino's accent was too forced. Am I wrong? <laughs> no. It was oh, it was. It's re- been too long since you know, I've seen it. It's that. like I'm watching with uh, some of my KFMH friends. We watch The Untouchables on Sundays, and it's so overacted. No, it, I will it, give you that. And it's I, ridiculous. And I didn't really understand his relationship with his sister, Captain. Was he like physically attracted to his sister, I, or if anyone else it, touched her, he was offended? I, yeah, I think. so. I didn't really understand the need it for was, that. It was. It was. Yeah. It was I didn't understand the need ugly. for that. I just thought when he killed his partner, I'm just like, yeah, this just thing is just spiraling out of control. But a lot of people loved it. I mean, it was it was popular, and it's oh, they show it all the time. It's on all the time right now yeah. with Twister and Castaways on all the well, time. Well, Twister's right. never gone off. No, Twister just keeps twisting. Yeah, it just it's will never, not go off the air. Seriously, it's it's always on a channel. Yes, it's it like is. Law and Order. 
Yes. It's always on a channel. Well, just so you know, um, 792, is it TV Land? Yeah, TV Andy Land. Griffith all day today. Yeah. A marathon. Started yeah. this morning. You better get home. So oh, I'm going to get, I will. Have commercials? Yes. Oh, a lot of them. Not going to yeah. watch. But I will be watching a lot of that during the day. I'll go for a walk. and. No, but you can watch uh, if you get the Sundance app. No, not a Paramount app, rather. You can watch Yellowstone without the, any commercials. Well, that no, was Kevin we, Costner? When we watched Yellowstone, it uh, d- d- didn't have any commercials. Is that with Kevin Costner? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, I think it's excellent. It didn't. We didn't make it all the way through. We made it through three episodes, I think. No, oh, I thought I th- just love it. I like the full frontal nudity. Was good. Yeah. And then when do when do the other three Power Fives? They start in two weeks. Uh, well, or is it? Th- no, it's this week, isn't it? I thought it was later. The Iowa State the- plays this week. Okay, so I yeah, you're right. So do they all start this week? I thought no, some I don't starting, think so. Aren't some starting later? Yes, but I'm not. I'm not sure which. I haven't. But I'll, I will definitely. I'll watch. Oh, I'll watch the Cyclones. Sure, and I you hope. Bet. Like I said, I I'm not sitting around hoping that these guys fail because I want to 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 have it in. I don't. I don't even. I can't even explain anymore why people actually think media wants football to fail. I don't. I like college football, so I'll, I will watch some. Um, I, I mean, mostly, of course, Iowa and Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I will watch a Big Ten football game anytime it's on. No, me too. I, I love now. Big Ten there's, football. you know, Maryland Rutgers. There's during. I'll, I'll nor- still watch it during normal times. I mean, yeah. I mean, now I'll watch anything. It's like throwing meat to starving animals right now. Just any type of sporting events. I mean, I've been. I, I'm not that. I haven't seen any sports yet. Well, so. I watched a little bit of the NBA, and I've watched. I the watched the NBA last. Actually, night. I take that back. I watched. T- two WNBA games to see if Megan would get in and she didn't. And I'm tired of, you know, there's this narrative out there that the NBA's falling apart and it's, you know, the the country's turning its back on them because they're anti-patriots and I'm just sick of that what too. What the hell? Oh, that, yes. yeah. They say that they're, they are influenced by China. Yes, they make a lot of their money with China. They're in an awkward situation because they don't speak out against China and that does fuel their, their opponents. And it does, and the NBA's in a tough position in that. But why would you want the NBA to fail because they support Black Lives Matter? I don't get that. I, but that's out there. That, Captain, know. you see it. That narrative yeah, is out there. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It is. They the want the NBA to fail. It's ridiculous. Well, but they're not. They're not going to. When we get no. back to normal and times. Getting, and they're getting decent ratings. Under the circumstances. Some of these games are played yeah. on Thursday afternoon at 2 in the afternoon. Yeah, I mean, they're getting decent ratings. They're they're paying the bill. The networks are making money off of it. That's all that, you know, it's not going to fail. And I watched that game last night. LeBron is just freaking amazing. Oh, he's an amazing basketball player. I mean, he is. And I'm not much of a sports guy. As you can tell on this show, but you can tell. But, but he is just greatness like that when you see. And him. he's I mean, thirty-five. Yeah, he's yeah. thirty-five years old now. Michael Jordan won his last NBA title at thirty-five. So yes, I mean it's not unheard of. But even at thirty-five, Michael wasn't what LeBron is physically at thirty-five. I mean, Michael was still the greatest player, but you could see that his body was starting to wear a little bit. Mm-hmm. Was more, way more of just a stationary jump shooter, and he was great at it. Don't get me wrong. And then Michael aged after Michael retired, and then went. Remember when he tried to play for the Wizards? Mm-hmm. He was a shell of himself. Oh yeah. Whereas LeBron just looks like his body's just 
showing no signs of breaking down. Now, the one thing with LeBron, and it's, it's just it goes to show you, nobody's perfect. LeBron's not a great shooter. If LeBron could shoot like Kevin, Gar- or Kevin Durant, it, he would be completely unstoppable because mm-hmm. he's already the greatest passer I've ever seen. He's 6'9". He's just a physical freak. His one flaw is he's not a great shooter. Hello. Yeah, the, the NBA ratings for the last three years have been going down. So, yeah, they've been going down some, but not enough. Not a, a lot of people right now are harping on how bad they are now, and and I just think it's this. I just think it's overreacting because I think politics have gotten involved. Well, all sports ratings. Well, I think it's being oversaturated to what's going on. All yeah, sports ratings has been all sports ratings have been going down. When you say oversaturated, you but think the it's because NBA in particular has been. Going you, th- you you think it's just there's too many games being televised? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there may be there may be some truth to that. Well, no, the same can be said about all the sports. I mean, baseball. There's eight billion games televised. Football. It's on all the time. You know mm-hmm. when there isn't a pandemic. Well, the NBA ratings have been going down, but uh, part of that, you know, all the sports have been going down. Part of that is. They're all on cable channels, and people are disconnecting the cable. Uh, you know, I mean, well, they yeah. are. And yeah. then you have to subscribe to each individual channel. Well, to me, it's hard to compare the NBA with, like, yeah. the NFL. The NFL plays 16 games. They play once a week. I mean, it's yeah. just hard to compare those two. But, no, you're right, Captain. And I just, But I'm not worried about the future of the NBA, and I don't want the NBA to fail. Why would you want the NBA to fail? I, I do. I do wish they'd take a stronger stand against China, but I think that that's a conflict of interest, and they don't want to lose that money. So that is an issue. I get it. I acknowledge that. But I mean, LeBron James is still—he is a freak of nature. What he can do at his age and the shape well, he's and, in. And you know, Jordan used to—I mean, you would see the angst on Jordan's face sometimes. And you, you don't well, Jordan see, wasn't near as political as LeBron. Yeah, Jordan went out of his way that. to not—and he was just yeah. quoted recently as as saying that the cops need more help and you can't be against the cops, which that puts him on one side of this narrative. And, so, and some people are saying, look, even Michael Jordan's now against the NBA. And I don't think that was necessarily no, no, what no. he was saying. You can support the police and support the NBA at the same time, people. Well, you can do you both. You can support the police and support Black Lives Matter. Yes, at the you same can do both. You can. Yeah. You, you know, I support the police. Do I support people like the policeman that killed George no. Floyd? Of course not. No. No. And do you support Black Lives Matter when they burn a place? No, 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 not at all. No. I mean, I'm so sick of the rioting. And the, all the rioting does is just give the opposition it, fuel. It hurts. It hurts the It hurts the whole damn It does. Yeah. Hello. I was going to ask, were all the teams, all the NBA teams in there? I didn't think all the NBA teams. No, they all didn't make the to go. No, they all didn't. I didn't see Golden State in there at all. No, they weren't. The Bulls weren't in there. The, the, the Charlotte wasn't in there. I'm not sure. I can't remember how many. I think maybe it was 16 teams that were in there. I think that could have been. Something think like that. that. But right. no, they weren't yeah. all in there. Phoenix wasn't in there. Sacramento wasn't in there. So I didn't see Memphis in no, there. No, yeah. So no, I believe it was 16 of the, I don't, I don't know how many teams are in it. Because then you go 16, 8, 4, and 2. So yeah. I believe that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, that's probably what 8 it was. on each side, 8, 4, 2. So I think that's what it was. Okay. And do you guys know the difference between a two-seam fastball and a four-seam fastball? 
Um, I know when I pitched, I always threw a two-seam fastball because a four-seam fastball, to me, is not as fast because you're gripping the ball tighter and it's going to affect the release of the ball. But, no, I don't. I do so not know. The, that's why it's called the way you grip the ball? Mm-hmm. Well, it's for your, to me, a two-seam. Or you're also putting your fingers on both. It depends on where you're gripping the seam of the baseball with your fingers. I mean, because you can put – so. but the four-seam, I'm, I'm familiar with the two-seam. That's not, a, your whole hand. Well – Pretty much, right? But but she says the difference between a four because yeah, if you're gonna if a four seam, it's based on how many your fingers are touching the seams. That's what I've always thought it was because you oh, know. Okay. And, but I don't know. To me, the four seam, I'm not sure exactly what that means. I well, don't I'm know. always surprised that the people that are announcing it know can tell. But well, the guy, how well, the guys grip. Well, a lot the of them ball. are former. A lot of them are former major league baseball pitchers, so they they have very good so knowledge. They know. So they know. Yeah. A lot of the yeah. guys who do color are former pitchers. I mean, the Cubs, Jim Deshaies, they have Ryan Dempster and Jim Deshaies working both their games. So those are uh, the one I know that uh, says is that Ron, uh, but works with Pat Hughes. Oh, Ron Comer? Yeah, yeah, he's not a former pitcher. He's a former mi- big leaguer, of course. Yeah, he's a big leaguer. I mean, he Steve Stone's a former middle, pitcher. I think third base or something like that. Steve Stone could tell you in a heartbeat what the the oh, exact sure. difference is between a two seamer and a four seamer. But a lot of it's just the grip of the ball, how your fingers and, grip the and seam, how it's released, and how it's released, and how it's held, and what have you. But and the, and the OPS, and I forgot what that means. Uh, what does that stand for? I I can't They're remember. Hunter, talking about the OPS. What does OPS stand for? None of us know. Yeah, in, in these days, there's so many new. Statistics and stuff. Oh, and I'm not a big baseball stat. I never have. No, I'm, not I'm anymore. Just, I should no. know that as somebody who's been covering sports, but I don't. I, I, I admit my failures. But I mean, you I. No, another thing I wanted to know is: Were you surprised at the at the score of the City High West High game? Well, of course, yeah. Anytime it's that one sided, yeah. So I, um, I, yeah, I was a little surprised. I mean, West Highs are really. Seen them two games now. They're really playing well. Marcus Morgan's really come out strong his senior year, which you would expect. And maybe West High's a little better than everyone expected. How about my alma mater? See what they did to number one Valley? Uh -uh. Beat them 22 to nothing. Wow. Okay. OPS uh, adds on base percentage and slugging percentage to get one number that you. Okay. Sure, what the heck? Brommel Camp would have known that. Yeah. Brommel Camp would have known that without even. Oh, yeah. He would have yeah. known that inside and out, Captain. We got some work to do here. That's yeah, my but fault. But he would have never well, got so the question because nobody would have called him. Oh, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. That's mean. It's Labor Day and you're being mean. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, have a good Labor Day. You too, Thanks, Karen. You too. <laughs> Actually, why could it you have used. Dukes is an example. I hate using Todd as an example. I like Todd. Well, we don't dislike Dukes. Well, you don't. Why do you dislike Dukes? I just, do you even know him? No. So how can you dislike somebody you don't know? I, well, I don't oh, know Donald Trump. Yeah. I, well, you sort of do. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes, he's paralyzed every no, day. No, I've read his crap on social media. Oh, see, I haven't. Yeah, I see. I haven't read that. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I didn't get to finish it, but it's it's all moot now. <laughs> Hello. A four-seam fastball is more of a straight-line pitch, and the pitcher has more control, whereas a two-seamer has more movement on it, but it's harder to control. 
Well, thank also, you. Also, is it too late to talk about false teeth again? I missed that part. <laughs> no, fire away. Here's one. Would you rather I get... I had a tooth fall out of my head, yeah, but I've got most of my teeth. What would do more damage to false teeth? Would a two-seamer or a four-seam fastball? What do you think? Well, I think any fastball would. Yeah, I mean, the purpose of the pitch, but it's a lot of it depends on how they're gripped. I think that's obvious. See, now, I would have thought that you'd have more control with the two-seam as opposed to... OPS counts hits, walks, and multiple base hits. All I know is I always pitch with two fingers on a fastball. Me too. And you change the... Yeah, I never... The four-pitch, the four-figures, that's almost like a change-up to me. Mm -hmm. I would perceive that as a change-up, but who knows. Hello. Hey, it's lonely old Grandpa Dirk. Hey, Dirk. Still lamenting the death of Lou Brock here in Dirk's virtual dorm room. Yeah, I liked Lou Brock a lot. Yeah, I was there for his 3,000th hit against the Cubs in 1979. Wow. It was really something to experience. It was such a special night. Um, He went into that game two hits shy of 3,000. And he was a leadoff hitter, so first at bat, he got a hit. Everybody's just juiced. Just oh, yeah. You would going be. Going nuts. He comes up for his next at bat, and Dennis Lamp, the Cubs pitcher, gets an 0-2 count on him quickly. Next pitch is at Brock's head. Knocks him down. He gets up, never takes his eye off Dennis Lamp. Puts his helmet back on, never takes his eye off Lamp. Next pitch, bam, right back up the middle, right at Lamp's head. He puts his arm up, blocks the ball, which ricochets off him into the Cubs' dugout for hit number 3,000. They brought Stan Musial out. They lined the whole ball field with cops on horseback in case anybody went nuts and jumped onto the field. And I remember people throwing their shoes. Everybody was just going crazy. They threw, people threw their shoes on the field. I mean, I just I, I remember thinking, why would somebody go to a ball game and throw their shoes? <laughs> ah, that's a good question. I got to see uh, Pete Rose's last home run. That's cool. Yeah, well, that's cool. He didn't and, hit a lot of them. No. And then, of all things, when Barry Bonds was doing the home run thing a number of years ago, we saw the game where he got within one of the record, and then we saw the game the day after he got the record. I'll be darned. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we was kinda, that Wrigley? Uh, no, it was out west. Oh, wow. That's cool. Um, to give you guys an answer on OPS, on-base plus slugging percentage. Captain just looked it up. Yeah, you add the hits and walks and then extra base hits. So if you got a double, it counts as essentially two hits when averaging it out. So a home So run then do you count it as hits. a hit and then you count it as a another hit? Correct. I That's see. why, you know, the the top OPS percentage players have upwards of a 1.0 or 1 point plus Mm -hmm. OPS percentage because you think, how can they have over a thousand percent slugging or on base plus slugging percentage, but it's, it's, it's how they do it. And, and it really is a better statistic to quantify how much a 
batter contributes to the offensive output of the team. Uh, so, you know, batting average is good, but it doesn't tell the whole story. And slugging percentage is good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But on base, counting walks. So that's how that works. Uh-huh. Okay. I get it. Yeah. I imagine. Other than that, I got nothing else. Babe Ruth's OPS would have been through the roof. Yeah. Absolutely uh, through the roof. It was. Uh, Stan Musial had a now really that does OPS. Does that count on the hits he made on women? Uh, I, I don't believe it does. <laughs> no. That would it be the not. OWPS. Yeah. <laughs> uh. uh. Uh, there are some notable birthdays today. You mentioned Buddy Holly earlier, I yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, let's see here. You know, Lou Brock just celebrated his 81st birthday. Ben Montench from mm-hmm. um, Petty. Chrissy Hine yeah. from The Pretenders, 69 years old today. Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? I lo- love Chrissy Hine. Yeah. She was a student. I don't know if you're aware, but she was at Kent State when the National Guard came in and murdered a bunch of her fellow classmates, one of whom was the boyfriend of her best friend. And it just so disillusioned her, she dropped out of school and moved to England and has lived there ever since. Actually did not know that. That's some good information. Yeah. Of course, Buddy Holly, God. Yeah. 84 years ago he was born. Makes me feel old. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Steve just chuckles. Yeah, well. Now, here's one for you. He would have uh, had loose teeth. He I, would. Yeah, he would have been worried about the same damn thing I'm worried about. We all would have been in the same. Yeah, we're all in the same damn uh, deal. We're all worried well, about our teeth then and our fingernails. Speaking of Buddy, <laughs> Buddy Holly and teeth, wasn't it, was it a true story that they depicted in the Buddy Holly story movie? When just before going on stage on the Ed Sullivan show, one of his bandmates in the crickets popped him in the mouth and he lost his front teeth and he plugged him back in with chewing gum. Remember I, that scene in the show? Kind of, really. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of the beginning of the end. In the movie, it depicted it as the beginning of the end of the of, uh, so you're uh, what? I should just put chewing gum in them to hold this tooth in place. <laughs> Is it falling out? I don't know. <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> yeah, it's Steve. The 100th anniversary of the birth of Al Ciola. Who? You might ask. Who? <laughs> Did it? The yeah. guy that wrote the theme song for the TV show Bonanza. He was ah. a guitarist. And he had a hit. That was a if you now Steve's old enough to remember. It was a hit song in 1961. Well, I never, yeah, I never played it. Yeah, I can see that. I wasn't in radio in '61. It wasn't long after '61. Yeah, but I didn't hear Bonanza on the air. I I remember it. Yeah. Well, I remember it from the TV show. Do you remember the last episode of Bonanza? No. That I mean, or the first episode of the last season of Bonanza, what killed it, is Hoss died, and they had the funeral for him. Didn't he and, die in real life? Yeah, yeah. He Dan died Walker. In, he died in real life, and so they start off with this uh, funeral and remembering him, 
and then Michael Landon meets this woman uh, and gets married, and she's like the sister of uh, the Old West Manson family, and it was just ugly, and uh, he ended up killing uh, Michael Landon's wife and baby. Jesus. It was the worst. It was the last time I ever... And who killed Michael Landon's wife and baby? The wife's brother. Oh. They were like the Manson family. Wow. It was just the darkest, most ridiculous episode that they could have made. And uh, NBC had just moved it from Sundays to Tuesday nights. I must have given up on the series by then because, oh, yeah, I don't... I it don't was want... so bad. What like year ban- was that, Steve? No, that I can't tell. Would you like more, Bonanza or Gunsmoke? I think Bonanza. 71 or something. I like Gunsmoke. Didn't Gunsmoke last forever? Oh, yeah, 20 years. Jesus, think about that. Bonanza was only on 14 years. <laughs> well, as soon as Bonanza- they, I started to lose interest, well, after Haas died, I think things went downhill. Well, yeah, that episode was just murder, and it just killed the ratings. And I never was a big Candy fan either. No. Candy Canary? Uh, David Canary, yeah. But I mean... Canary or whatever. Well, you had to lie. I mean, Gunsmoke, he's, you know, Miss Kitty's a prostitute. She's a, you know... A brothel owner, a yeah. saloon keeper. Prostitute. She's saying she was trash? Whore. She trash? A whore? <laughs> She's a whore. I think so Amanda... Captain, you're saying Miss Kitty was a whore. <laughs> yes. She was. Yeah. Okay. I thought she just admitted it. I thought she just organized. She was a madam, but well, she was. uh, She protected horse. Early on, she was. uh, I don't think as she was running the place, she was a horse. Currently, she was vertical then. But you were saying she had to go horizontal before she could go vertical. Is that what you're (laughs) saying? Yes. Yes. Okay. You had to get there somehow. All right. (laughs) Hey, gentlemen, I got to run, but I want to wish everybody happy Labor Day. All right, man. Go Ox. Man, we've almost made it to 10.30. This yeah, has not yeah. been as painful as I thought it would be. Doc Adams was basically a drunk. Yeah. Was he really? I, I didn't kind watch. Of, no, I mean, what he was, was up always with... drinking unless somebody got shot, and then he would, you know, lug him up to his office. And what was up with Festus? Uh, <laughs> it's Festus. It was Festus week last week on TV Lab. <laughs> See, I like Chester better than Festus. Now, what was Chester from? Chester was de- Dennis Weaver. Yeah. And he limped. So was he in Gunsmoke too? Oh, yes. yeah. So he that was, did Chester. He was the first deputy. So Festus replaced Chester. Yes. Yeah. Was There was a. Well, there was somebody in between. Yeah. And there was uh, Quint, who was mm-hmm. uh, Burt Reynolds. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's one thing you see some of the. I, I saw one when Burt Reynolds from like 1960, you know, right when he was yeah. just. Starting, or the best one is Mayberry, when Aunt B is the only one in the jury that find, thinks Jack Nicholson's innocent, Captain. Remember yeah. that one? Yeah. And she ended up being right. Jack was innocent. That was one of Jack Nicholson's first acting parts from like 1967, 66. Well, he was on... Uh, oh, Nicholson, he in Twilight Zone, too? He was in the Twilight Zone, and uh, he was on 77 Sunset Strip. Hey, he had to start somewhere. Yeah. Hello? My favorite... Gunsmoke episode was the one where Festus comes running into the jail all out of breath and says, Marshal Dillon, you need Miss Kitty says to get your ass over to the saloon. And he says, I always get my ass over at the saloon. <laughs> you giving him a ring on that one, Shooter? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it had to end good because it was long. Yeah, it was really well, too then long. they had movies. There was a lot of buildup for that one, but yeah. you think it? you think the buildup was worth it? 
The Gunsmoke movies. Did you see that one? No. I don't think Did so. not see the Gunsmoke movies. I, saw I the might Gunsmoke have. Movies. I was, was that James Arness? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did not. I did not. James Arness was, he was Matt Dillon for the whole 20 years. Okay, what he? was mm-hmm. his first role? His first starring role? James Arness? Yes. I know nothing about Wasn't him. Wasn't he in The Thing? The Thing. He was The Thing. Yeah. What was The Thing? It was, uh, it was like a great monster plant. Movie. Yeah, with where he looked like a plant. <laughs> <laughs> what, about yeah, the, yeah. what about the creature from the Black Lagoon? I liked it. How about the Legend of Boggy Creek? Didn't see it. You guys have missed out on so much. You haven't seen White Boy Rick. You haven't seen Mm-mm. the Legend of Boggy Creek. Nope. Um, if you had to choose you one of those, Horse and Bean. Yeah. He was in the creature from the Black Lagoon. I, I, <laughs> If you had to watch, if, if you and Ann had to sit down to watch one of those movies tonight, would it be The Legend of Boggy Creek or would it be White Boy Rick? Um, what's Legend of Boggy Creek? Captain, explain it to him. It's like Bigfoot. Down yeah, in Bigfoot Fal- in a creek. Down in Falcon. Basically. Oh, boy. F O U. Wandering uh, around in a creek. 1972. Probably White Boy Rick. Probably if I had to choose between the two. Okay, okay. At least you're being honest. Couldn't get any housing. Nobody would rent to him. Who, Bigfoot? Yeah. Or White Boy Rick. Yeah, that's why he was in the creek. Oh. Yeah. Falk, Arkansas. F O U K E. That's where this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank hard. you. It's not it's not easy to say. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I said, I will um we are gonna definitely have Vicky Nauman on Friday and I'm not sure about Wednesday. I'm I'm gonna reach out to Matt Weitzel and see what to, Margaret has agreed to come on, and yeah. and part of what she wants to do too, and I get it. She wants to talk about cancer awareness and research, and I know Captain, that's dear to your heart, and so we'll ask her some stuff about that. But like I said, during this fall when we're not going to have football, we're still going to try to keep sports going in some way, try to bring people on that the listeners can appreciate and what have you. So well, and hopefully, as you know, some of the big conferences gear up and actually play games, you know. Can talk about that. Too. Yeah, maybe we'll even have Don Patterson on at some point this fall to get him to break down what's going on if the other conferences do start do start playing. Was he going to still do the analytics for K State? That I have no idea. I, uh, you know, I, I doubt it because it's a new coaching. Yeah, staff. probably not. But I, I, I know he was doing it for Iowa. Yeah. You know, so it will be interesting. Like I said, I can't wait for Saturday to watch college football. It is going to be weird watching that Iowa State game with no fans in the stands. Yeah. What do you think about that? Be like the old Iowa State days. What do you What do you think about when they announced twenty five thousand and then what was it three days later none? I mean, <laughs> I, well, it's the right thing. It's, yeah. well, I agree, but it's just the world we live in right now. I, I mean, think uh, Pollard was knocked down a peg. You know, when making decisions now for the people, you know, the real yeah. decision makers, what the hell are they going to do? They don't know. But you know, though, the moment Pollard made that decision, he lost a certain part of the yeah. fan base. Who's oh, like, sure. I mean, they're out there. They're just like any sign of weakness is is deep state conspiracy fear mongering. Any sign of respecting the virus at this stage is that. And that's what's unfortunate. Yeah, it that's, sure is. That's all I'm saying. It's just unfortunate that you can't. I mean, I don't know if the Big Ten's made the right decision. None of us do. No. I don't know if the three one power fives that want to play have made the right decision. None of us know. They're, the answers aren't there yet. So. We'll see. I mean, if they, if uh, Iowa State plays two games, is it worth it? Some will say yes. Some will say no. Uh-huh. I mean, you know that's what's going to happen. It's going to be just right down. It'll just. Yeah, I would say it's a failure. 
I, yeah, if they don't get to me, if you don't get at least half your schedule in, it's a failure. I mean, would yeah. would you like to see two Hawkeye games? Sure, it's better than none, but I still would call the season a failure if it was yeah. two. Yeah. yeah, but two's better than nothing. I agree. So, but I mean, the moment they took the fans out of the equation, it was going to be a financial hit. Any yes, for sure, regardless of what happens. And but if you get a full television season in, then that you that get helps. A huge well, it helps the influx. university. Well, yeah, it helps not, the athletic department. It does nothing for the community. No, that $55 million check that Iowa gets each year is not going to be as big this year. Um, it would help a little bit if the if the bars were open. Well, you know, so people watch football. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that, that would help some. But no, well, the bars aren't open. Yeah, but it's not like, going to take the place of $110 million oh, of course by not. any stretch. Not even close. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's unfortunate. It's I feel for everybody that's impacted. I feel for these high school kids that go. Every day they go into the day saying, gee, we still playing? I mean, imagine, imagine how. How did Regina do it? They beat Clear Lake 21 to 20. Wow. Nice win for Regina going up and beating a very good 218. Now, you guys got Regina this weekend. Do we? I'm not sure. Regina and uh, North uh, Cedar, North I think. Cedar. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And I believe it was switched to uh, a home game for Regina. Yeah, because we wouldn't yeah, be for some reason. No, well, we wouldn't be driving to North Cedar. Is it switched? I think it was. I heard that it was switched. I don't can't remember why. We wouldn't be going to North Cedar, would we? Well, yeah, because it was Ray said because it was close to his house. Oh well, he'd be on his own. I ain't driving to North Cedar. <laughs> that would. So but I think a, I'm pretty sure that was switched to at Regina. Well, somebody I'll just put Regina versus North Cedar. So okay. yeah, but if it's at Regina, I'll do it. If it's at North Cedar, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure it was switched to at Regina. I wonder why. Do we know why? I can't remember. Now we just got to assume. I mean, Regina's. Let's well, let's revisit this on Wednesday and see where we are. I mean, mm-hmm. think about it. Well, yeah. You just don't. You just don't know. No, nope, there's a lot of unknowns and uh, uh, decisions that have to be made midweek. And Regina's had two weeks of that. Hey, already. before we go, I was walking yesterday on Court Street between Muscatine and Summit, and a massive, massive tree was completely uprooted from the ground yesterday. Was the wind that strong yesterday? Yes. It got pretty strong. Well, And I wonder if it was weak I, from I, the direction. Probably. It, it was weak, and I took the, a photo the wind got, I think, uh, 45 to 50 miles an hour. Why didn't the sirens go off? I thought they were supposed to go off when it hit 40. That I don't know. No sirens went off, but I was stunned when I saw this was a massive 75-foot tree, and it was completely uprooted. Hmm. One of those trees that's on the curb... It was. I, got, I took a photo of it. I mean, it was completely ripped out of the ground, and it wasn't there the day before. So what happened yesterday? And it was laying and on the house. I felt so, we had rain and wind. Yeah, and there was. Yeah. A, and it was laying on top of yeah. the house. I felt yeah. so bad for the people. It's just. Ooh. So yeah. So is it derecho or derecho? Derecho. Derecho. Okay. Like the late show. Like derecho uh-huh. Ray. <laughs> Didn't her house burn down? Yes. But she was okay, and their pets got out too, didn't they? Yeah. Everybody was. Everybody was fine. Yeah, so. I mean, the wildfires? Yeah. yeah no, she lives no, in upstate New was, York. Yeah. This is something else. I don't know this what the is, cause yeah, of it was. This is I don't know what the else. cause of it was. I don't remember. what, But I remember that she and the pets and everybody got out. Oh, fine. good. That's good. Yeah. So, anything else? Um, <laughs> it's already 10 Not really. Um, I mean, it sounds like they're trying to firm up some things for basketball. And they're getting a little closer to getting some. They've had some four different scenarios put forth to whatever committee there is. Hello. (laughs) 
second Rachel Ray made it out with both of her puppies. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Is Rachel Ray hot? I don't even... Yeah. Uh, I'd say... Uh, Maybe not hot, but she's but she in her forties, fifties. She's she's good looking. No, Rachel, she's, yeah, her arms. Rachel Ray or Julia? Rachel Ray or Julia Child? Her arms are too short. Captain, Rachel uh, Ray or Julia Child? Rachel. Julia. I think she's attractive. She's attractive. I'm not saying that you know, and I'm not one to judge. You know, I'm not one to judge. No, mm. no, yeah. none of us are. Never. None of us are on this show. No judgment ever. No. Never. Never. Uh, you know, she's, she's No fine. petty judgment either from us. She's fine, I guess. What about Julia Child? <laughs> she's, hey. Remember she's when she did good Letterman? Cook. Remember good Remember when cook. she was on Letterman? She was always a good guest. Yeah. I never watched Letterman. Oh, you God. never watched really? Letterman? I love uh-huh. Letterman. Wow. Well, I, I never watched Seinfeld, so I guess it works I both ways. I watched Letterman and Seinfeld all the time. I watched Letterman. I never, I wasn't a big Jay Leto guy. I loved Letterman. Yeah. I quit I, watching late night TV when... Car- Carson was the last one that I watched. Yes, I like. So Letterman in 1992, well, I quit before that. Okay, well, Carson. And was I like because Carson. I was on the road for yeah. all the, well, the 80s. Yeah. I liked yeah. Carson, but I didn't think he was as funny as Letterman. I just thought Letterman. So about 1980 would have been my last real interest in late night yeah. TV. Jesus, yeah, I know. So Rock you watched fire. David Susskind and. Uh, uh, no. Dick Cavett. <laughs> no. How about Dick Cavett? I love Dick Cavett. I thought he was very clever. I remember Dick Cavett. He used to have good guests too. I remember yeah. he had great interviews well, with Muhammad Ali. He's still on. Oh, he's still alive. Well, because he yeah, he's still alive, and his shows are are on. Were he and Muhammad channel. Ali pretty close? Because they yeah. used to have great interviews. Yeah, and those. they just showed the one where he interviewed Lennon. Oh, really? Yeah. It's on decades every night. Because wasn't Dick Cavett kind of considered the only competition for Johnny Carson back in the 70s? And it really wasn't yeah, but time. he was not. Joey Bishop was. Uh, Joey Bishop. And he, he didn't do anything. But I liked Letterman. I, I got a little tired of him at the end. I liked him when he used to throw like watermelons off the buildings and just do stupid. Well, you the, know, you can only do that. I know. Chris Elliott, the man under like the seats. 60. You know, it's, it's remember when he jumped with a Velcro suit? Yeah. He just 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 did stupid stuff, and I liked it. See, when, that doesn't interest me. And I liked it when he'd get guest on like Cher, and they'd get you know, and they'd get upset with him, and it was be un- awkward and uncomfortable at times. And but no, I got a little tired of it. I mean, anything no, after because 20 you years. are into Downton Abbey, and you're get, get in your smoking jacket with your cigarette holder, I even used though to, you're not smoking. You used to love to smoke. How yeah. about Sunrise Semester? Do you watch that? <laughs> No. <laughs> remember that show? Yeah. I remember my mom used to punish me and say, hey, if you're not careful, you're gonna, I'm going to sit down and make you watch Sunrise Semester. What was it? It was, uh, well, they teach a course. Of what? Of whatever. Sunrise? Yeah, what, no, whatever their the course was that. <laughs> Jesus, I haven't thought. I didn't of, even know what it was. My was mom used a, to dangle Sunrise Semester. I in guess front of I me. thought it was a religious show, but I, no. but I never watched it, so uh, I, would, I can't believe I've even heard of it. Sunrise Semester. I can't believe you, Hunter. Have you heard of Sunrise Semester? Okay. It aired uh, uh, from uh, 1957. I wasn't even to 1982. Jesus. At 25 seasons. 25 years. Uh, an educational uh, TV program first aired on WCBS New York and then uh, syndicated. Uh, there were 800 episodes. 
uh, the College of Fine Arts and Science at New York University put it on. Uh, and they were telecourses, um, you know, offered for credit. And my mom to used anyone it as a who threat. paid the course fees. Well, so why do you think my mom used it as a threat when I was misbehaving? Uh, because she, she knew you didn't want to learn anything more than you knew. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Right Jesus there. Jesus Christ. No, I, no, I never they, watched. Listen, it. they did a great parody of the. They do Sunrise Semester on SCTV, and those those were gr- just great. Uh, well, usually SCTV Harold, was real good. Is that John Candy? Harold, yeah, uh-huh. and Harold Ramis would be okay. the uh, professor. Okay, I miss John Candy. Yeah, God, he's those, been dead for twenty six years. Those are all on YouTube. The SCTV. John Candy would be right around. He's right about your age, Captain. He'd be right around seventy right yeah. now. I think he was forty three when he died in nineteen ninety four. I think it was. Think about that. He's been dead for twenty six years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, nineteen ninety four. He was. He was funny. Johnny Larue. Who's Johnny yeah. LaRue? That was his character on SCTV. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Buck Russell was his character in Uncle Buck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like that movie? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can, like That's that. one of those yeah. movies, if it's on, you just watch it. I mean, it's just, it's... I haven't seen it for a long time. But I, I love the I ending of it. it. I like it when he waves to her at the end. And it's, no, it's a... It's a and I know that neighborhood, because it's right in Evanston, where, and I knew a bunch of... I remember driving, hey, that's where Uncle Buck was... That was one of the neat things. A lot of my friends from Chicago were from the suburbs, and when I'd go and visit them during the, like the summer during college, hey, that's where they filmed this, Risky Business. That's where they filmed Uncle Bug. Because so much of that was done in the Chicago. Like Lucas, so much of that was done in the North Shore, North suburbs of Chicago. I'll, I'll re-watch some movies. There's some movies that, I'll, that I've watched a lot of times, you know, like, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that's is one. one. For me, Fugitives one. Uh, a lot of the uh, some music movies, you know, like Hell, uh, Help, Hard Day's Night. I've seen many times. Hard Day's Night, particularly, is really good. So it's like Wizard of Oz, a movie you can watch. Oh. Yeah, oh, I've seen it a million. times. I've seen it multiple times, but I haven't seen it. I've seen 30 it not years. lately. I've seen it twice. I haven't seen it. Wizard in- of Oz. Yeah. Oh, I'll bet I saw that. I've seen. I've seen times. Hard Day's Night. Um, more. Yeah. So if you had to name f- the five movies that you would be most willing to watch on a continual basis, would, would like Hard Day's Night and the ones you've just mentioned? Very possibly. Shawshank, Shawshank for sure. Shawshank would be in there. For me, yeah. Shawshank would be in there. The Fugitive would be in there. I, P- Fugitive Platoon, would be in mine. Platoon would definitely be in there. And then also probably In the Heat of the Night and maybe The French Connection. I love In the Heat of the Night. I just, that movie, just there's just something about that movie. But I also love To Serve with Love, too, and guess who's coming to dinner? I've seen To Serve with Love many, many times. I've seen it. And the, yeah, that's one I would, would How about Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? Uh, very yeah. good. Spencer Tracy is just incredible. And then he Spencer died. Spencer Tracy's incredible. I've in everything. Seen, you know, I go back to 1935, Captain Courageous with okay. Spencer Tracy and Freddie Bartholomew. Seen Casablanca many times. I've not, yes. never seen it. I should watch that. I've, I've never seen, seen that it movie. Uh, twice. I've heard a bunch of people say it was good. So I Maltese think I sh- Falcon. Yeah, I've seen that. I've not a seen of that. Times. I've not seen that. I like the chocolate shake Falcon better, but. But no, Fugitive is a movie where if it's on, boom. I mean, I'm, I'm locked in. There's just it's just yeah. nonstop but action. When VHS first came out, I uh, recorded a lot of old movies, and I was on a bogey kick, so I had almost all of the 
Humphrey Bogart movies on VHS. Now, have you seen In the Heat of the Night, the movie? Oh, yeah. What did you think of it? Oh, I thought it was excellent. What did you think, Captain? Excellent. I mean, it won the Oscar. Oh, I, thought no, Rod I Steiger, loved it. I thought Rod Steiger. I mean, yes, Paul D.A. was great, but I thought Rod Steiger made that movie. Yeah. I thought his character fed off oh, it's Paul just D.A.'s a great, character. Great, great movie. It, it really I, was. Is this tell you, when VHS, I, my TV now, I can't connect a VCR to it. Doesn't have the doesn't have the plugs anymore. <laughs> you know another movie I liked was they probably have adapters. You, you guys yeah. heard of Blackboard Jungle with Glenn? Yes, uh, yeah, Glenn that's excellent. And, that and I've good, seen it. I thought yep. that was a great. Yeah, movie. I remember watching that with my dad. I thought that was a. I just thought that was. Seen a, uh, West Side Story. I've seen that a, a number times. of times. Yeah, I have too. Uh, music the music man, man, I like. Yep. Plus, what her name was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood at her finest. Boy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that was a West Side Story is a good, a good movie, but. But yeah, there's got some. The longer Miracle you, on 34th Street, seen many. Yeah, I'm times. not into that one. I'm a, I'm, I've seen it. A, it's a Wonderful it, Life. A, maybe a million times. I've seen that a million. Probably, I've probably seen that movie more than. It wasn't any really uh, a wonderful, Christmas Carol. Uh, yeah. Many, many times. It's a Wonderful it's a Life. A wonderful only. Life for him. You for know, who? Till the end. Toward George. Yeah. Well, well, he got Donna Reed. That's pretty wonderful. Well, yeah, yeah. but he didn't appreciate it. Well, I think he did. Got, he had and six and kids with her. George's George's life was ended. How many kids did they have? Like huh? six, five or six. I mean, they were they were getting it done. Yeah, I think he appreciated. They didn't have a lot to do. I mean, he wasn't a very good banker. No, I will give him that. He was, <laughs> but he appreciated the poor. He helped everybody. Yeah, he wasn't in it just to get rich like Potter. No, but if he would have just watched the damn books, he would have. Yeah, but I still say the sa- that Saturday night skit where they beat oh, Potter. Oh, where they death. beat the hell out of Potter. God, I just love <laughs> That's that. That's the best. And doesn't who, John Lovitz play Potter? Yes. Yeah. And I just, when I saw that, and, I just and loved Carvey's it. And Carvey's great in it. <laughs> it, is, it is one of the I funny. I love Dana Carvey. He, I no, too. he was good. He was, he he was, was good. really good. They beat Potter. Did they beat him to death or just close they to just death? They just were kicking him. They just, they just knocked him out of his chair. Yeah, and started kicking him. Because they found out that he, he didn't Phil money. Hartman play Uncle Billy? Yeah, they found out he took the money. Yeah, and they went as a mob, an angry mob, and they went over there and beat him. <laughs> rioting. It's rioting. That was great. That was. That was good humor. Yes, that was that, that was good humor. So I don't watch Saturday Night Live at all anymore. I can't remember. Oh, I do. Yeah. Religiously. I can't remember. I, the, I keep waiting for him to rerun the uh, the one with, uh, God damn, what a brain. I just, when they got rid of guys like Norm McDonald. Well, gee, there's only been, what, 47 <laughs> years of it, so I'm... You're going to have to be a little more specific. What is wrong with me? I'm like with Saturday Night Live like you are with late night TV. Buckwheat. <laughs> oh, what? Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Or, God dang. Or Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. That one. That they had Eddie Murphy on last year. He hosted a. I watched yeah, a little bit when I Eddie Murphy came on. him to rerun that. But it was. it's the se- it, You can find it. The 70s are long gone with Saturday Night Live. That's. That's no, they've had some good. They've had some good ones in the '80s. Yeah. No, Phil Hartman. Yes, you're right. But to me, I'm one of those dinosaurs. It's but well, when when Eddie Murphy came back, he was and, good. and hosted this last. It was great. I didn't it was. It. it was funny. Yeah. But I still go back to Belushi training for the Olympics with a cigarette and his donuts. Remember when he's <laughs> yeah. jogging? Uh-huh. He said these little donuts are, and he's got the cigarette inside of his mouth. That's the kind of comedy I need. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <clears throat> well, maybe we should move along here. Are we done? This was fun today. Yeah, I think we're done. Like I think I said, we're done. We'll have, yeah. we'll have some guests, and we'll we'll see what happens news-wise. If anything develops between now and Wednesday, and we'll, we'll we'll have it. We'll address it, and everybody have a safe. 
fun Labor Day. All right, then Molly Suter is next.